Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. Hey, hey, what is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast giving you all the ins and outs of every single upcoming NFL game this week. We're going to be making our hot picks for each and every game. We're going to be making some best bets for the week, and we have something for those fantasy GMs out there. We're heading into week five of this NFL season. Everybody is still playing, so make sure to get those fantasy lineups set. And if you need more uh, fantasy insight, make sure to check out Raider Eddie. Almost said Steady Eddie. On the Taproom Sports <laughs> Fantasy Podcast for all your booms and busts of this week. He was 5-1 and one on his booms and busts of the week. Quality right there. But I'm Big Ball and Ben Larson here with the crew. we got Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Lance? Yes, sir. Raider Eddie, how y'all doing tonight? Good. Another day in paradise. Why just so quick thing out there? It's my birthday early in the week. So the fantasy show is gonna have a Friday episode. So you still get your uh players a little delay. In, booms bus. I was a little hungover, dude. Give me a break. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't play those Thursday games. Well, right I mean, I don't that, that I don't blame I don't blame you, Eddie, because it was your birthday. And the Raiders laid a fucking stinker, dude. It wasn't that <laughs> so, bad, dude. <laughs> I can only imagine how many rum and cokes you drank. Uh, yeah, the first half was rough, but it, overall, it wasn't really that bad. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but um, that's a way to be optimistic, I guess. It was a couple. It was a couple decisions by Gruden, which he always does, that cost him the game. And again, yeah, I'll going down twenty-one later. to nothing was the start of it. That was his number one bad decision. His number one decision was because of that twenty-one nothing. He created it. So, we'll all right, we're that. gonna we're gonna talk about the Raiders in just a bit. Um, got to say that tonight Can't we are wait. sponsored by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app and use promo code Taproom when signing up to get ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty-five dollars or more. I see you guys are drinking something. Yep. I got something special. So do I. I got I something special. Not. Okay. I do not. Eddie, Should I go we'll, first? Yeah, Jordan, we'll start with your special. All right, I'm drinking a double orange raspberry marshmallow pie dream. This is... Okay. Uh, I don't even know who makes this beer, Ben, to be honest. it's It's got to be listed there. Burley Oak Brewing Company... There we go. Out of Maryland, Berlin, Maryland. Okay. Um, so obviously sour ale with lactose, so Ben couldn't drink it. Nope. But it looks like a fucking strawberry smoothie. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's dark. And it's thick. Uh, yeah, it is. it's very thick. Make sure to keep swirling that as you're uh as you're drinking it because it's uh it's settling. You can see all the different layers yeah, of it. Dude, even it's pretty here. uh 
It's nice, dude. It's nice. Eddie, what are you drinking? Yeah, we got a uh, double black label uh, white writing 805. Nice. Classy stuff. Uh, we had, like I said, it was my birthday over the weekend, so we have a lot left over. Um, so, yeah, I'm off the gout. There we go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm drinking a, uh, a Jamaican favorite. 4.7%. Um, hooray beer. We're going red. Is it a red stripe? Tonight. We're going hey. red stripe tonight. <laughs> okay. Hey. I like I, it. I saw it at the uh, I saw it at the store today, and it was one of those just like you know what I haven't had red stripe in four years. I am Dude, drinking yeah. red stripe tonight, so we're going we're going with that four point nine percent. So nice, dude. Red stripe's a good one, dude. Red stripe, it, it, it is. It definitely is. I'm, yeah, I'm I feel like I haven't had though. red stripe in forever, dude. Exactly. exactly. I can't remember that's the last time I seen red stripe. Yeah, that's a valid point. Yep, had to get it. Crazy. Had to get it. All right, so we'll uh, we'll come back to our beer reviews at the end of the show, um, but uh, we got to talk and, and review about what we did last week. Um, so we got to look at our numbers. Uh, I was the big winner from last week going nine and seven and, uh, close behind. We had Eddie and Jordan both at eight and eight. So if we look at our Reddit, our records for the whole season so far, Eddie is still in the lead at 33 and 31 Jordan that eight and eight, all three weeks, keeping them and get away from it, dude. Exactly. Excuse me. All four weeks, um, is, uh, is, sitting at 32 and 32 and uh my win kind of got me a little bit closer i'm 31 and 33 i'm i'm nice. feeling 500 next right week, so i'll oh, be so... i'll be the right with jordan because he's gonna go eight and eight again all so. right so what you're saying is you have to listen to the show and figure out which half were right and which half were wrong pretty much and just make your bets off of that got it yeah well to yeah. be fair yeah. like all right we record this show wednesday night right you if you follow you know Eddie says some stuff on Twitter, but for me, for sure, because I change my bets all week, dude, from what I say on the show. And then the Sunday, I usually bet like five games max. And last Sunday, I went, I bet four games and went three and one in those four games, which is good. Show, not so much, dude. And I happen <laughs> to always change my bet, especially Man, on like primetime games. Cookie, huh? Yeah, please. Thank you. Chocolate yeah. chip, preferably <laughs> Mrs. Fields. I actually ate a chocolate chip cookie, but it's not the kind that you would like. Oh, all right. So uh, we're gonna be starting <laughs> off our uh, our first session here. We're gonna be looking at. I mean, we got to do something before we get into these games. So we are gonna be looking at this moment after four weeks. We're a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, we're gonna be looking at our top five MVPs so far. Um, so. You know, this is uh, this is subject to change. You're going to get some good value if you put some money in uh, at this point in the year. Um, so, you know, maybe throw in a, a couple of futures bets on these. Um, should we just uh, go in the order that we have uh, listed here? Jordan, you're going first. We're sure. sure. So I'm going to start it off with number five. Number five, I have a tie between Lamar Jackson and Dakota Ring Prescott. Lamar Jackson, although he hasn't been great as a passer, meaning he only has four touchdowns and three interceptions, he is a second-leading rusher in the NFL, and he's an excellent playmaker. Overcame beating the Chiefs at home, beat the undefeated Broncos. He deserves a little bit of flowers, so we're going to put him there. Number five, Dak Prescott, 3-1 Dallas Cowboys leading the way. Didn't have a spectacular Sunday. Didn't need to because they've been rushing the ball so well and their defense is playing good, but I'm still going to put him at number five. 
Number four, I'm going to put Derek Carr. He'd probably be a little bit higher. Actually, he'd probably be between one and two had they won, and he he played as consistently as he had in the beginning. He got sacked five times in the last game. Offensive line is a major concern for the Raiders. Uh, for me, going forward, uh, we could see a little bit of drop-off from the Raiders because of that offensive line. But right now, I got Derek Carr, number four. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. He's playing with the worst defense in the NFL. If he didn't even exist, the Chiefs would be 0-4. They could very well be 4-0-2. And they could very well be 0-4 right now. But he's the, he's the difference of 0-4. Number two, we're going to go Justin Herbert. Again, this is a team that should be 4-0. They got two touchdowns called back on bogus-ass penalties against the Cowboys. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league, dude. He's been lighting the league on fire. So we're going to go Justin Herbert, number two. And then number one, if anybody else has anybody else but number one, they are absolutely wrong. It is Kyler Murray leading the number one offense in the NFL. The kid is fucking amazing, dude just beat the shit out of the Rams who everyone thought was the best team went into LA and did it. Kyler Murray, number one MVP. Let's go. Well, my list is a little different than that. Um, we are going to start one number- is right. And, and I don't think so. Uh, so we're going to Derek go- Carr, of course. No, number five is going to be Derek Carr. Uh, kind of like what Jordan said. They went in and won uh, last week. It would probably be a little higher, but, um, you know, you can't put a guy number one that uh, just lost to a guy that I have to put higher on the list. So you can, in my opinion, just like rankings, you can't put a guy higher if he lost to that person. Uh, number four in my book is going to be Dak Prescott. I do agree with everything that you said about Dak. Uh, you kind of had them put the load on his shoulders for the first few weeks. Now the ground game's gone. So that's going to just benefit him uh, in the long run. Uh, we're going to go three is going to be Patrick Mahomes. I agree with that as well. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, again, that defense is awful, dude. Like you said it, I'm just kind of reiterating it, but that defense stinks, dude. Uh, and most valuable player is the most valuable player to a player's team, right? So without Mahomes, they're, they probably don't have a win this year. Uh, this is where <laughs> I, <laughs> without a doubt, <laughs> right? Yeah. And this is where I, this is where it gets tough for me because, um, Kyler Murray, yes, has been the best player in the league, right? Um, I've hands down uh, most valuable player. You don't player have him as the team. best player. So here's the thing. I have a one slash one A, right? Like they're, I think that they're both in the top category, but I give it to Kyler only because his team's record. But uh, for my second slot, I'm actually going to put Derrick Henry in the uh, MVP category because without him, the Titans. But also the Jets. Doesn't matter, dude. It wasn't Derrick Henry's fault. They didn't have any receivers. Tannehill stinks. Like that offense, it's kind of the same argument we have for the Chiefs. Without Derrick Henry, that team's on four. Um, so I put Derrick Henry as one point five, and number one would be Kyler Murray. He's playing out of his fucking mind right now. Yep. Um, so and he can but do. He played everything. out of he played out of his mind last year too when he was healthy, and then he got right. hurt in that. Seahawks game and it was that's what I mean like that's why right now this is the ranking now that's way four weeks to see if he can stay healthy uh I do need to see him not running the ball as much as he is I know that's part of his offense that's part of his game but I would like to see him healthy he doesn't get hit that much though surprisingly he's a least hit quarterback so far so good yeah yeah and I think we you know I think we can all agree with uh with number one I'll definitely uh 
kind of add that there too. Um, but I think I'm going to start with one and then I'm going to go back five, four, three, two, um, just because I want to add on to what you guys are saying there with Kyler. Um, I think the, the big thing is that we do need to see that Kyler is Kyler all year. Uh, we, we definitely right. missed that in the second half of the year when he got injured um, for, for good reason. I mean, if you're a QB and you have a shoulder injury, that's a, you know, that's a major red flag there. Um, and you're so, throwing shoulder. nonetheless. Exactly. So if we can see him continue this out, I think that's when you see the rise of Kyler Murray and, you know, the, the praise for him for not staying in baseball and going, going to, you know, play QB here. Um, so you know, that's part of the reason, I mean, all of the reasons that you, you guys said um, is going to be why Kyler's uh, my number one as well. I mean, I'm kind of lucky. I only have to talk about two people here um, because there's only a little bit of difference between my list and your guys's lists. Um, but I'm going to go five with Patrick Mahomes um, just because we know what Patrick Mahomes can do. And this is not at the level of what Patrick can do. Um, but is it, you know, is, Patrick going to be Patrick is he going to come back absolutely um you know he's he he's already got four interceptions which is kind of the big thing for for me this year which he has is, 14 touchdowns dude. Oh, absolutely no but that's this is what's kind of keeping him back for me is those those four interceptions because you know we we've seen Patrick make those those uh you know those throws before you know and actually complete them and not let the defense, you know, get them. I know it's like an inch difference from, you know, previous years to this, um, but we know he can be better, which is that why I think, uh, you know, why I think he's a little bit lower on my list here. Um, number four is going to be different than uh, anybody you guys have. I'm going to go with Cooper cup. Um, I think he is definitely kind of taken his game up to the next level. And I don't think the Rams are even close to where they are this year. If it wasn't for Cooper cup and his ability, um, you know, 30, 30 catches with 431 yards. So it's, you know, almost 15 yards per reception. Um, five touchdowns is impressive, impressive. Yeah. Um, five TDs is just, you know, absolutely huge for, you know, his numbers that he's been, you know, kind of playing throughout his career. So, I think this is this is his year to shine now that he has a good QB. So um, he got he got locked down last week though. He did. He definitely who they did. played. Yeah. Um, we'll see if that stands. Um, uh, I don't think. I think the Rams have enough options that they like a lot of teams aren't going to only be able to lock down Cup. Um, so I'm going to put him up there now that he has a good QB. I'm number three. I'm going to go Dak. Um, again, same things you guys said. Um, we can see the difference between last year's Cowboys and this year's Cowboys. And what's that big difference is Dak's coming back. Um, and uh, the big difference is that they're running the ball effectively and they're playing better defense. Well, yeah, Dak has been good. Running, they're only running the ball because they have an actual QB behind the <laughs> behind center. They don't have Ben DiNucci. They don't have Andy Dalton, which were both absolutely trash. So, so defenses have well, Andy to Dalton be, wasn't absolutely trash, dude. Ab- he was Andy above Dalton league was average. Pretty trash. Andy Dalton was, he was pretty above, trash, he, he was above league average, especially so. when you're comparing him to Dak Prescott. Correct. So now that they have a QB back behind there, you don't, you can focus on Zeke running the ball. So that is why Dak is MVP. Well, their offensive it line was banged for... up last year. Okay. And that's okay. the biggest. Yeah. Reason. Yeah. 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 I mean, you need Part offensive reason... line to run the football. Yep. You can't just run right. behind Anyways, those. number two on the list. Um, since uh, Eddie and I were 
complaining about your list as we're going, um, is going to be the number three defensive player to win MVP this year, or the, the number three player ever coming from the defense to win MVP this year. You had Alan Page in 71. Uh, you had Trevor Lawrence, uh, sorry, Lawrence Taylor, Trevor Lawrence. I saw Lawrence and uh, went Trevor there. Uh, Lawrence <laughs> Taylor in 86. And this is going to be the big old boy, Miles Garrett. He leads the team in, uh, he leads the NFL in sacks. Um, he's second on the list in um, uh, tackles for losses. He's second on the third on the list for, uh, you know, QB hits. And he is just making every single team that he plays just, you know, uh, completely worried. And those offenses don't have time because of Miles Garrett. So he's going to be in my number two, Kyler number one. Interesting to throw a defensive player out there. You don't really see too many defensive players, but like yep. in all fairness, I like I like Miles Garrett on the list. I think uh he has been an absolute monster. It's um got most of all those stats in one game, though. That's true, but I mean, hey, you can't like yeah, we always say you can't choose in one game. Yeah, you can't really choose who you play at that time, and he got lucky that uh Nagy was trying to get fired. <laughs> Nagy stinks, dude. Nagy sucks. All right, so we are going to move on to the games now uh, because we got a lot to talk about. We are uh, we're only going to be skipping over about four games this week, um, but we'll still give you our. our pick. Um, but we got to start with Thursday night because Thursday night is going to be a great football game. We've got the uh, the Rams visiting Seattle. Um, and Rams have not been doing all that great in Seattle uh, over these last couple of years, but they are favored by two and a half points and, uh, over under is sitting at 54 and a half. So where are you guys going on this one? I mean, I like my initial lean here is going to be Seattle plus two and a half because I mean, this line's telling you because Seattle has one of the best home field advantage, technically, according to the spread. They usually get about four points. So this line is telling you that the Rams on a neutral field, all right, on a neutral field are, what, eight points better than the Rams? I mean, than the Seahawks? Like, I just don't – I don't necessarily see that. Six and a half at the max. No, because they're two and a half – on the road, and a half plus four, so that would be six and a half. Two and a half on the road, four. Yeah, so six and a half. You're right. Minus six and a half. I was thinking. I was thinking Rams at home. Sorry. Uh, but Ram, they're they're telling you it's a six and a half point team, a touchdown better, and I just don't see that because these defenses are almost equal. Like the Rams haven't stopped, hasn't haven't been able to stop anybody really. Their defensive line has not been as good. Um, aside from Aaron Donald, you know what I'm saying? So they haven't been they haven't been good against the pass. Right now, the Rams are 20th DVOA, 22nd against the rush, which Seattle does pretty well, dude. They're the fifth rushing team in the league with Chris Carson and Rashad Penny and company. So I think I think Seattle's gonna be able to score. I think it's gonna be a shootout, dude. And I think it's gonna be last possession wins. And because of that, I'm gonna take the points at home, dude. Carson all day. is questionable. I don't care. They could throw fucking me back there, dude. Did uh, they could throw Marshawn back there again? They actually might want to put Marshawn back there, but um, you you kind of mentioned the offensive line for uh, Seattle uh, a little bit, and their weakness uh, on their offensive line is in the middle. 
they have three of the lowest ranked center guard uh, combo in the NFL, according to PFF. And Donald, obviously, we know he's going to stay in that middle and dominate on the inside. So we're going to see a lot well, of pressure. Russ, Russ is going to get out. But he's going to have that pressure going through the middle. So are we going to see a lot of um, Russell Wilson on bootlegs? Like that's what we're going to have to see from Seattle, right? They're going to have to get Wilson moving early in the early. Well, just look what snap, Kyler right? did to him last week, dude. Kyler be, killed but, him with his legs. Yeah, but it's the NFL, man. We're not going to be able to see. You can't see the same thing two weeks in a row to a team. And like, yeah, but I'd say also say him. Kyler is a lot more athletic than Russ is. That's sure, true, but too. I mean, Russ, Russ's biggest strength is that he's good off script, dude. Like he makes things happen. Like that's what he does best. He's not yeah, good. He, needs, thro- he, he needs doesn't throw play. best. He needs to. He needs to to have that. Well, he throws that. better on the run than he does in the pocket. Yeah, I see that's like they're going to, like I said, they're going to have to get them him moving, right? Like you can't, it's not going to be like a drop back type of uh, a game plan that they're going to have to, that they're going to enforce instill in the game. Um, and to kind of um, reiterate to that point, uh, Russell Wilson has a 105.6 quarterback rating under pressure. You know what I mean? So uh, getting out of the pocket, moving around, that's definitely uh, his strong point. But at the same time, like, the sec the Rams secondary is solid, dude. Like, uh, yes, the uh, Cardinals had had a day against them last week, but that's you know what I mean. Like, teams are allowed to do that, especially coming off a big win that they had the week before. You know what I mean? Like, could it have been a letdown game? Uh, we've talked about the Cardinals always playing up to their competition. Was that just kind of it was a key point or key example right there? Uh, I think the Rams bounce back bounce back pretty strong. Uh, I do agree with you that it's going to be a more of an offensive game. Um, the only problem is like both these teams struggle against the run and neither of these teams necessarily like run first. Like even though Seattle, like you said, is fifth in the league in rushing. How much is that? It's because of Russell Wilson's legs and he's running, you know what I mean? On dropbacks. Um, that I, I don't have that stat in front of me or else I would tell you, but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think both teams are going to, it's going to be the team that runs the ball better and controls the line of scrimmage. That I think uh, will win this game, but um, yeah, I, th- I just, I don't see the Rams losing two weeks in a row. Dude. I think they learn from their. Mistake. Well, they might win, but they're not going to win. This is going to be a one possession game, dude. They well, could yeah, win we're, we're at one two and point. half points, though. Yeah, yeah one possession. So one point. It could be a one-point one point game. game. We've seen so many one-point games, dude, this season. Could be. Could be. Would could not be. shock me at all. I'm going to push Rams and, here. Uh, for the record, both. Eddie, I'm, try- I'm trying to find his uh, rushing stats here. Oh, okay. this <laughs> uh, he had... He only has 58 rushing yards this year, dude. Really? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough, then. I'm going to go Rams here, um, and uh, more specifically just because of one stat here, and that's third down efficiency. Um, and Seahawks' third down efficiency is third to last in the league here, only um, only being effective 33% of the time. Um, and you look at uh, the opposite end where you have the Rams, and they're pushing about 55% of the time that they're getting when they're getting to third down uh, conversions here. Seahawks last week against, let's face it, a not great, San Francisco defense um, were two and 10 in the game. And that's something that I think you should be, you know, when you have a, a beat up D, when you have a, a defense that doesn't have great, you know, secondary there, that should, especially with a, a person like Russ in the, the pocket there, 
that should be something that you're a, a little bit more, you know, effective than 20% there. Um, so I agree. It's going to be a really close game, uh, but I'm going to go Rams here. Minus yeah. And to that point, dude, like I think like Seattle's been like their offense has always been like, they don't mind going for the big play on first down. Right. So they're not looking to get two, three, four yards to set up the rest of the rest of the downs. So they're in a lot of third and longs, you know what I mean? And third and long against a Rams defense is tough, dude. Like, you know yep. what I mean? That's just like Ed Donald can pin his ears back. Cardinals you know were like three for five on third and longs last week. Yeah, but the difference is in like the the talent that the Cardinals have offensively. Like I wouldn't put the Seahawks in the same category as the Cardinals offensively. Yeah, mm. Cardinals have Cardinals have a lot more way uh, more talent. Big big options there in my right. opinion. They have more um, talent. It, my yeah, they've got DK and they've got uh Ty Lockett. That's, right. And that's about it. And they have Swain or whatever his name is, right? That he's been playing a little better. But at the same time, if you look at the Cardinals, I know we're gonna talk about the Cardinals later. But since you bring it up, like they have four threats outside on top of Murray, who can run the ball, and Connor hasn't looked bad. Edmonds looks good in the backfield too. Like there's just way more things to worry about with the Cardinals. So the the Rams are 26. They're giving up 67% third in longs. All right. So maybe Seattle gets 40. So then it's like, uh, it's like a um, still Seattle's still not good on the offensive side. Yeah. It's like two, so. <laughs> it's like two people just button heads together, dude. Like yeah. Seahawks struggle on third and third down, Rams struggle on third and long. It's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be a playmaker's game then if what it comes down yeah. to who makes the most plays, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's Robert Woods a has a shootout. huge day, dude. I know this is since I didn't do a fancy show, I'll give you a little fancy advice. If you have Woods, you should put him in your lineup. Yep. I don't know about should, that. Should be in your lineup, anyways. But um, all right, let's move on to the next game. We've got uh, two of the shittiest teams in the league. Um, they're not the shittiest teams in the league because we have two four zero oh, and fours right now. But uh, we've got the one and three Jets going against the one and three Falcons in Atlanta. So Matt Ryan is playing at home and he has a three point favor here over under is sitting at 46. I say hammer the over because both of these defenses absolutely suck. So <laughs> yeah, I would my agree opinion with the is over. hammer the over, but uh, who well, do you guys it... think you're going to take on this one? Uh, first answer, neither. Uh, second answer. Cause I have to pick one is I'll be taking the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, this is telling you they're an even team on the on a neutral field. Although Atlanta's offense hasn't been very good, dude. They're thirty first DVOA. The Jets' defense eighteenth DVOA because the Jets are good against the run, dude. Yeah, they are one of the best teams against the turn run. Turn the ball over. But the sorry. sorry, the Jets' defense. My bad. Sorry. But the Falcons don't run the ball very well. They're one of the worst yeah, rushing they teams. That, they in have the that league. like passing running game dude like Cordell Patterson and Mike uh, Davis just get catches out of the backfield and they kind of use that as like an extended uh running option they're, they're actually the 32nd ranked rushing team in the league yeah they <laughs> wow that stinks dude and but uh, you know to get to clarify one other thing just to point out Russell Gage still fucking stinks yeah uh, all right there we go uh but the one thing is is like you know, the Jets are good against the run and the the Falcons suck against the run. So it's like, it's not even like they can run the ball against anybody. So I don't even think that really matters. And 
they have been able to pass the ball a little bit. The Falcons have, um, I mean, they're not great passing the ball either, 27th DVOA, but I'm going to lean the Falcons here minus their three points. And I'd, I'd actually probably take the under, Ben. The under might be the play here. See, I think Falcons are going to score like 35 points. No. And no just because the Jets' defense is just – I mean, it's, it's not great. Nobody scored 25 points on the Jets, though. Yeah, Jets lost or 35 uh, points. I mean, okay, 35 points. Yeah, but they, yeah, New England, Mac Jones's first game. You've got Denver. Have uh, they scored how many defensive, how many turnovers did they get that game? Like six? I don't know. And that, that's kind of my big thing of going Falcons here is that, I mean, you just have to look at Zach Wilson, his eight interceptions compared to his four touchdowns over the season. That's two, two interceptions a game. And, you know, so even, game, with, even with Atlanta, like not being the greatest on defense here, uh, you you can still guess that there's at least going to be two turnovers. Um, and Atlanta's just going to have to put up some points. I mean, Jets are only averaging 11.8 points per game. Yeah, That's it's, bad. it's really bad. Dude. You know what's funny is like you mentioned the turnovers and I kind of leaned like if there's a Zach Wilson uh, interception uh, bet, maybe like, one and a half or whatever over under. I'd actually lean the under because I don't see the Falcons yeah, the picking Falcons the ball don't off. Turnovers. They don't. They don't get a lot of turnovers, dude. But, um, but it, I get like the other thing too with the Jets that I think is something we should be looking at is the addition of Crowder coming back healthy. Uh, he had a great game last week. Uh, he's been a solid weapon as long as he's been healthy. You know what I mean? And him and Davis on the outside is just going to be more dynamic, a little tougher for the uh, Falcons. So that's where I, I'm leaning the over here. I think the addition Eddie, of Crowder improves. Eddie, look at the look at the PFF rankings between the Jets' defensive line and the Falcons' offensive line. The Jets and Falcons, hang on, let me switch it up. So I, I feel like the the Jets defensive line, because that's the strength of their team. Right. And the Falcons offensive line fucking sucks, dude. Right. I feel like the Jets might actually create some havoc with Matt Ryan because he can't move very well. Yeah, that's where they're I'm telling, that's where they're gonna have to rely on that short game passing. I mean, you got Cordell Patterson who's right now the second ranked halfback, but I see what you mean on the offensive line rankings. Like the right side of the Jets defensive line is they're dominant. You know what I mean? Like PFF rankings of over 75 for both of them um, for their starting uh, deep left end and uh, left tackle. So um, yeah, I think those guys are going to be moving around a lot, creating that havoc because the left side of that Falcons offensive line, like, it makes it makes me feel good about the Raiders offensive line looking at it. We'll just put it that way. Atlanta's offense, second half DVOA, 32nd out of 32 teams. Mm-hmm. The Jets defense, second half, eighth DVOA. Jets offense, DVOA uh second half, 16. Atlanta's defense, 16. Maybe we maybe a solid bet here too is taking the Jets first half. Mm. Yeah, but again, I don't think the Jets put up any points. And you've got, game to, you've got Jeff Smith. You've got oh, this is the London game, game is in bro. London, dude. Timeout. Yes, this is a London game. <laughs> Timeout. 
I forgot. This game is in London, dude. That's, this is uh, a London game. Yeah, that does it. AM Eastern, that huh? does get a little different. Uh, London games typically are blowouts, dude. Like one game, one team is just hot. So what was the over-under for it? 46. 46. Mm. Dude, I don't know. Mm. Now. London games suck. Can we look. We didn't have any London games last year. Can we look at the year before? What were the scores from the London games? Who do like we have? Up. Actually, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna change that over. I think I'm gonna go. I think, yeah, dude. Me too, dude. I think just we because, can all agree. Again, in in my opinion, I don't think the Jets are gonna score. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna put up any. I mean, they'll put up some points because the Falcons' defense is allows a lot of points. I mean, they're allowing the most points in the NFL right now, but I don't think they're gonna put up much. Yeah, I kind of lean the uh, what's it called the. Uh, the under as well, dude. Yeah, no, um, I like the under in this one. Yeah, yeah, they put up a lot against Tennessee, but so here, here that, we go. Denver zero, New England six. There we go. So the 2019 was the last London games we had. We had the Raiders beating the Bears 24-21. Um, then we had the one blowout, like high scoring game where the Panthers won 37-26 over the Bucks. But then the Rams took out Cincinnati 24-10. So just from those last games, two of the three games hit the under, right? And then if we go back to 2018. Have the Falcons ever played in? Has Matt Ryan ever played in London? I don't think so, dude. I haven't seen I haven't seen them on the list of games. Oh, they did. They played in 2014 and lost to the Lions. 22-21. I'm taking the Jets here. Taking the Jets <laughs> plus the three points. And I like the under. Man, I'm gonna that was a much better Falcons, Falcons team in 2014, and, dude. But I'm definitely running the under. And that was a I shitty know, Lions right? team. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, def- I'm I'm going with the Falcons. I think I'm still going to go with that line, but I am taking the under. I think yeah. we can all agree on the under for this one. Yep. <clears throat> Let's move on to a, an actually a good game. Uh, we've got the Packers heading into Cincinnati to play the Bengals right now. Packers are calling a good game for the Bengals. Uh, I mean, the Bengals <laughs> time have flies, playing. dude. No, Bengals it is a good game some, for sure. They're, here. they're in the playoff line, dude. They are in that. They're three and one right now um, with wins over. Who do we have here? We have um, wins over Jacksonville. Yeah, whatever. Pittsburgh and then Minnesota. Uh, only it's just crazy that we're Chicago. we're actually seeing. You know, the Bengals are in a game that matters. Yeah. <laughs> it means something, you yeah. know? And that this game against Green Bay is going to be a close one. Um, so right now they're in Cincinnati, though. So right now, you know, with a three-point favor here going to the Packers, that means the Packers are going to win by six, um, you know, for home field advantage here. But uh, over-under is sitting at 51 and a half. Man, there's one thing that I'm looking at for this game, and I'm watching it up until – they announce it on Friday or kickoff is the health of Joe Mixon. Um, if Mixon is healthy, I think the Bengals will be able to control the clock. They'll dominate the line of scrimmage. They love to run the ball. And we all know that the Packers do not like to have the ball run against them. Right. Uh, if he's healthy, this is a completely different game for me. And I'm taking the Bengals money line. If he's not healthy, then I'm taking the Packers. It's just that big of a swing in my opinion, on the health of Joe Mixon. 
mixing. Well, I think a big practice. part of it has to do with the uh, home and road here because the Bengals are one of the best home teams in, in the league, dude. They're second DVOA on defense and they're top 10 on offense DVOA at home. And the Packers on the flip side, they're notoriously not as good on the road, dude. They're just not a good road team usually. Right now, the Packers offense, DVOA on the road, 21st compared to 6th at home. And for defense, let's pull it up here. We got uh, Packers 16th DVOA at home for defense, 23rd on the road, dude. So I like the Bengals here. I think the Bengals are actually undervalued. I'm not necessarily – I think this should be more of a pick game than Packers minus three. I love the Bengals. This is bet, best bet material with or without Joe Mixon, dude. I think my, uh, my question mark there is, is kind of adding to Eddie's with Joe Mixon is going to be T. Higgins. Um, because if he's there, then you add another kind of outlet that Green Bay's you know, top cornerback is not going to always necessarily be on Jamar Chase. Um, or they're not going to just double Jamar Chase because you'd have that other option in Higgins there. Um, so that again can spread out the defense a little bit. So, well, that uh, that uh, tight end for for the Bengals. What's his name, Eddie? Uh, Uzama. Uzama. Yeah, dude. He he's nice, dude. And he, he had a good game. Yeah, he sh- he shook the uh, he shook that uh, defense all week. Also, the um, let's see here. The Packers against tight ends are 27th in the league, too. So that dude's going to be able to to shake some and get, get a little open. Mm-hmm. This line yeah. this line already accounts for Mixon and Higgins being Not out. playing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of today. So, right. I mean, I, I like the Bengals here. Yeah, and you also had Aaron Jones at limited practice. So, um, right. So, yeah, I'm going to go Bengals as well. Yeah, the other thing to kind of like add on with like the T. Higgins thing, right, is like the Packers secondary is pretty soft, dude. Like, yeah, um, there was, was it Jare, Jari, I can never pronounce his first name. Uh, Jair. Alexander, Jair, thank you. Um, on the right side, but uh, who will probably be shadowing Chase around, right? I'm, I mean, they're pretty consistent with putting their best on best. Um, that's always been a Packers like staple. But mm-hmm. then you have the rest of the secondary team where they don't have a, a DB cracking the top uh, 75 uh, on PFF ranking. Um, a lot of uh, zone coverage and a lot of like man zone is what the uh, Packers tend to run a lot, which is like they like I was saying, they man up on their best defender, leave a safety over the top on that side of the field, but the rest of the field is playing almost like a cover two. So uh, to try to hide their weakness there in their secondary. So the amount of talent that the Bengals have uh, on the outside and chase Tyler Boyd, if Higgins can come back and play, is one of my favorite wide receivers in the league. Um, Yeah, I mean – on paper as healthy, I think the Bengals even have more talent than the Packers like straight up. So if Mixon plays, dude, dude, if Mixon plays like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like this is a good money line bet. And with the Bengals too, man, you can only be shitty for so long until you build a good team. You know what I mean? Like that offensive line still scares me though. The offensive line is still devastatingly bad. (laughs) 
Their but left side is not that bad, though. On the same, right. at the same point, too, Green Bay's defensive line is not something not to write home about either. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. The, they do like to stack the box, and they still can't fucking tackle or stop the run game. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. Higgins is going to play, dude. He, w- he was a limited participant at practice, so he's definitely playing. Yeah. So you're giving me six and a half with T. Higgins probably playing. Uh, what was Joe Mixon's uh, practice? Mixon team? didn't practice on Wednesday. So, you know, he's up in the air still. But still, right. like, you, you're definitely getting T. Higgins back. Right. Against and the take- Packers defense that can't stop the pass. Right. And then they have Valdez Scanling's not even playing, right? They yep. put him on IR this week. So yep. um, now – they are signing what's his name? The dude for that just got cut from Jalen Smith Cowboys. sucks. Star. The Cowboys are paying that dude 16 million to not play for him, dude. Uh, it wasn't that Come bad. On, it wasn't that bad two years ago, dude. Like yeah, that was two years ago. There, this is 2021. This ain't 2019. He still got dude. talent somewhere, dude. Like he's still a pro bowler. Not saying that he's gonna step not right in now. And, he's not. No, not saying he's gonna yeah. step in and like do something, but this so he's probably not gonna play this week either. So, Eddie, where are you going? Packers or Bengals? Oh, Bengals all day. Okay. Um, and what was the over-under on this one? 51 and a half. 51 and a half. I'd push over here. Green Bay lean. does still put oh, – sorry, I'd lean. Yeah, lean over. Green Bay still puts up a lot Yeah, it's a beautiful 81 degrees in, in Ohio this weekend. I would agree with the over. Yeah, I'd probably right. lean the over there. We're going to take a uh, – or we're going to go through a quick – you know, quick run through of this next game, and then we're going to take a quick break. Um, we've got the Lions heading into um, into Minnesota to play the Vikings right now. Uh, Vikings are nine point favorites. Uh, over under is sitting at forty nine. Where do you guys like on this one? Quick shot. I mean, I like the Vikings. I'm taking the seven. fucking Lions. I'm taking the Vikings with the nine. Or not the yes. Vikings. Uh, the Lions, Lions with the nine. With nine Sorry. points. Yeah. There's no I'm way not- they can have they can have another dick pick, dude. Like that's that's not gonna happen, dude. This is tough because nine points is a lot. Nine points is a lot, but the Vikings' offense is good, except for last week. So, what Kirk Cousins are we gonna get, dude? Are we gonna get the Kirk Cousins from last week? Are we in the Kirk Cousins from no. the first three weeks? Fuck, I want. I'm a lean Lions here, dude. I don't love it though. I I I fucking hate this, dude. I hate this pick. Lions just lost by 10 to Chicago, so I'm going Vikings minus nine. Yeah, I just like MCDC, dude, so I just want to see him do something. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We will be back to finish off these not-so-primetime games. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. are back and make sure to check out the taproom sports podcast out on mondays for jordan and i as we review some craft beer 
and the week in sports. But we got to get back to these not-so-primetime games. We are going to move into uh, the Broncos heading into Pittsburgh to play these shitty Steelers. But for some reason, Steelers are minus one on the spread line here. Over under watch that's Eddie's second favorite team. That's true. <laughs> Checking out uh, over under is sitting at 39 and a half. 39 and a half. Yeah, you know, some people fucking make predictions that Washington football team is going to be the best defense ever. Some people fucking say the Steelers are going to be good. <laughs> We're wrong. <laughs> it happens. Uh, but this game, if you love uh, bad offense, defensive struggle, this is going to be the game for you. Okay. This is uh, not going to be a defensive struggle. Both of these defenses are a lot better than their offenses here. That's what I mean. Defensive struggle in the sense that it's going to be two defenses. It's going to be two beating the, the shit out offensive of, game. Okay. Yeah. Beating the shit out of offenses. Uh, Bridgewater with the concussion. We don't know if he's healthy. We don't know if he's playing. Uh, Locke is fucking awful, dude. Uh, I mean, he, See, I disagree, dude. Dude, he stinks, dude. Like, I. I I, 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 I kind of I have to kind of have to hear this. How you? I want to hear the justification. For well, me. putting Drew Lockin in the in the half of the game in a game where he didn't get any first team reps is a lot different, dude. Like, it's not easy to just go in there halfway through and do that. But Drew Lock does things that Bridgewater can't, and that's push the ball downfield. Now, where Drew Lock sucks is that he turns the ball over because he has too much trust in his arm sometimes. And the Steelers' defense is good. You know what I mean? So that could cause issues. But I think from scoring point standpoint, I think Drew Locke is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater because Teddy Bridgewater is going to check it down. Dude, Teddy Bridgewater may just check it down, but he's not going to turn the fucking ball over in the end zone, dude. Like, you can get it down the field all you want. At least I know Drew Locke's going to try to win, though. He's going to try and score points. Sorry. I'd rather have Drew Locke in a two-minute drill than Teddy Bridgewater. All day. I, I'd rather have a fucking Big Mac than have Drew Locke on the field, dude. <laughs> like he is, on, he stinks, dude. He's not okay. good. Like they brought in Bridgewater for a reason. They wanted Sam Darnold for a reason. They wanted a new quarterback for a reason, dude. Like he's had his opportunities and he's failed every time. Um, there's nothing, there's no, like I don't see. And especially against the Steelers defense, it's going to turn you over. It's going to get pressure on the quarterback. Like, all these things are a recipe for disaster uh, for Drew Locke. I, this could be a 9-7, fucking 13-10 final score, dude. Like, just the over-under like, is 39 and a half, and I'm smacking the under here. Just like uh, the Patriots were going to get smacked by the Bucks on huh? All right, that was last week. That this was one last game. Week. And no, those this are is two different. The square bet here. Let's let's stick to the Broncos. The square bet the here is Steelers here. minus one because most people are going to see this line. They're going to say, "How are the Steelers only a one point better team than the Broncos?" Like, I, I like Broncos here plus one. I think they're going to win the game with or without Teddy Bridgewater. To be honest, the Steelers are twenty fifth DVOA against the pass. They don't stop the pass very well, and Drew Lock likes to throw the ball. How many turnovers have the Steelers generated this season? They haven't generated a ton. They've scored most of their points on – they've scored more special teams points than they have. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like They've had more quarters with Watt not on the field than they've had him on the field, and he's playing this week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he played last week too. It's Dude, it's 
you can't like you can't tell me that watching the bracket you're saying like you didn't have the first half reps or whatever but you can't tell me that that offense looked better with uh with lock on the field dude well i'm not i'm not putting everything into what i saw last week because he only played a half a game dude i picked the ravens to win that game outright well, yeah, I yeah, thought the ravens a, were the better team and a big part of my handicap was that lamar i mean uh, not lamar jackson Teddy Bridgewater can't play from behind because he can't make plays, dude. He can't throw it beyond seven yards. So it becomes an issue, whereas Drew Locke can actually push the ball down the field. That, it adds a whole different element. And we, I, I told, we said last week we, we couldn't put a ton of weight into what the Broncos did the first three weeks because of who they played, right? I agree. But they dominated those three games, especially defensively. And the Steelers – have just as shitty of offenses the Jets, the Jags, and the Giants. The I Giants don't probably disagree. have a better offense, dude. I definitely you know don't disagree there. So I think that we're talking about Drew Locke turning the ball over, but what about the other side? What about Ben Roethlisberger? That dude can't fucking throw. He he's washed. He is washed. I mean, he looked 100%. like shit against a shitty ass Packers defense. What's he going to look like against a top five defense DVOA in the Denver Broncos? That's I agree. That scares me. I agree that that's why I'm saying fucking nine, seven, fucking 13, 10. Yeah, no, this best. under is probably money, dude. This under is probably money. And then give me the point, dude. Give me the Broncos in the point. I just fucking don't trust, trust lock, dude. I'm, I'm taking the Steelers here. Well, the other thing we have to remember, too, is Melvin Gordon. Has Melvin Gordon, dude. Willie, uh, who's their backup? Jamal Williams. That kid's nice as fuck. The kid from North Carolina, he's he's a better running back. It's a shame that they're splitting carries because Jamal Williams is out outperforming Melvin Gordon by a long That's shot. True. You also got Claypool and Juju Schuster as questionable here. Claypool is not going to play probably. Yeah. yeah, he didn't play last week. No, he's soft, so he definitely won't play. <laughs> well, he's Canadian. Uh, Pittsburgh, pick Pittsburgh points. Um, <laughs> You know, that's again going to be, you know, few and far between. So I'm going to go Broncos here. Yeah, I'm still thinking the Steelers, well. dude, but I'm hammering. Dude, the you love the Steelers, dog. Why? I don't love the Steelers. But at the dude. same time, I bet the Steelers he every hates week. The Steelers because of. Uh, his, I don't love the Steelers his, uh, here. I think the Broncos. But you bet on them every week, Steelers. dude. You pick them, the, you pick them to cover every week. Dude, they should be covering, <laughs> but they should, but they don't because that I just feel like you, that you drafted is hey, for, the, for those listening. Eddie and I co-manage our fantasy team together, and this motherfucker drafted Ben Roethlisberger as our right. second quarterback now, in a two quarterback league, y'all. Instead of doing in a two a hot quarterback take, league, this man drafted Ben Roethlisberger. See, here's the problem, as our here's the problem with the world is that that's a hot take, right? But he doesn't take into consideration what was available at the time that I picked Roethlisberger. So whose fault gonna, is it for waiting that long for a second All quarterback right. in the We're talking league. about week five action here. <laughs> Not y'all fantasy football team that uh, doesn't sound like it's doing too well. Actually, we're three hey, and one. We're, we're, we four, are... we're fourth in the league right now. <sighs> we're three and one. 12 man league. Three better. All right. Uh, so we're going to move to the Dolphins and the Bucks. We're just going to take a quick uh you know, quick pick on this one. Um, we've got the Bucks at minus 10 uh, at home and over under is sitting at 48. Uh, yeah, we're taking the, I'm taking the Dolphins here with the 10. Oh, hell no. I'm taking the Bucks, nope. dude. I, I do Bucks not trust 10. the Dolphins yep. at all. Dude. Bucks are one in three ATS, dude. I feel like this is a Kansas City thing from last year. You might be right, dude. Too many points, I'm not betting this saying? game. And if I were to get a gun to my head and to take a bet, I'm taking the Bucks, dude. Yeah, Bucks I'm going with the Dolphins. They don't have to travel across the country. It's in their backyard. Fuck it. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> he said, "Fuck it, <laughs> we're just <laughs> we're just throwing it out there." Yeah, stick it up against the wall, see if it sticks. We're going to be uh, moving to another interesting game here. We've got the Saints heading into Washington to play the Washington football team. Saints are two and a half point favors. So Jordan's probably going Washington as home dogs here. Um, over under is sitting at 44 and a half. Are we right on Jordan taking the home dogs? Well, I'm taking is... the home dogs just because I think they're a better team. But yeah. And the thing, the thing that is the, Biggest thing to me is, all right, the Saints were an eight-point favorite against the Giants last week. And a big part of that was because the Saints' defense had been so good. And we think that the Giants' offense isn't as good. And Daniel Jones was able to move the ball effectively against the Saints, Mm. right? And he had, like, no wide receivers, dude. He was on, like, third-string wide receivers. And Heineke is a better quarterback, in my opinion, than Daniel Jones. Heineke just has the it factor, and he has better talent around him. You know what I mean? So I think that's going to be a factor in this game. However, I do think that the Saints are going to be able to score because the Washington defense fucking sucks. Like, they suck. Yeah, yeah but the – the. Yeah, their running game sucks too. I was gonna say, like their their passing game is the big you know issue here. And is Winston gonna be able to really pass the ball and move the ball? I don't necessarily know if he's going to. Um, but on the other side, Kamara can run the ball and you know well, Washington has been decent against the run. They there are eleventh DVOA against the run, but they're 29th against the pass. Yeah, and James well, Winston they should be a lot better than eleventh against run. Yeah, should. Should. Yeah, it should be. Should I know they're not, but they should be. So that's the tough thing there. And I also think New Orleans numbers are a little bit inflated from that week one win. Definitely, definitely. So you know, yes, they also beat. Uh, they lost to Carolina a lot. They did beat New right. England, um, and then they lost to uh, the Giants here. So if we don't have that Green Bay game in, it's a completely different story here. This yeah. line, though, Ben, this there, line yeah. is telling you that they think Washington, Vegas, that is, thinks Washington and the Giants are basically an equal football team because the Saints yeah. are minus two and a half on the road. So at home, because the Saints get about three and a half points for their home field advantage, they're saying the Saints are about an eight-point favorite against the Washington yeah, football on a, team. On a neutral field, it would still be – it would be a five-and-a-half five favorite. And then yeah. in New Orleans, it and would be about. That. I eight, don't see the Saints eight and being, a half. Yeah, I don't see the Saints being a five and a half point team. Yeah, I yeah agree me either. I'm taking the watch. I'm taking the football team. Y'all know. Yeah. Y'all know. I can't bet against the football team because I'm invested in this team, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like the one thing that's going to benefit uh, Washington this week is they don't have to worry about the passing game of the Saints, right? And as we, but the just, Saints were good in the air against the Packers. One similar, time. but the Packers similarly are as bad against the pass as um, Washington is. I mean, the two teams right. that are not good against the pass. I just Washington much worse. I don't. I just. I don't see. Like Winston has, hasn't shown me anything to think that he's going to be able to do anything through the air. Uh, he's playing very conservative this year. Like he is deathly afraid of throwing an interception. Um, I, I, I think the Saints defense is going to throw fits for Heineke uh, and that uh, football team offense. Um, 
I don't like that. I mean, I don't like this game. You know what I mean? Um, I like the over, to be honest. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is you have McLaurin, who's going to be going against Lattimore, right? So strength on strength. Um, so is Samuel going to play this week? Curtis Samuel gonna... back this week. He is back Curtis this week. Curtis Samuel so back that's going to help a ton. Uh, that might change it a little bit for me. I think with Samuel coming back, I will lean Washington. Um because he's gonna he's gonna have to be the it factor for me. Um, that's damn yeah. Logan Thomas on injured reserve. Ooh, that's yeah. tough too, bro. Yeah. I still think Antonio Gibson's gonna lead him the way. Dude. You can't rely on Heineke to win games. They gotta Gibson focus on that held out game. of Wednesday Wednesday's practice. I don't think he practiced last week either, though. Yeah, I don't think so either. McKissick is a big one for me because he's like the playmaker in that backfield. Yeah. You get the game winner last week. Yeah, that was huge, bro. That was nice. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington here. Don't love it, but I'm not going to bet against him. Eddie, you're taking Saints? No, no, I was going to. I had it in my mind, too. But uh, with Samuel coming back, I will take the football team. All right. We're going into uh, Carolina here. Eagles. Oof. That that uh, shitty D uh, is going into Carolina to play the Panthers here. And something that surprises me is uh, right now, Panthers are only favored by three and a half points. So they're saying on a neutral field, the Panthers only win by half a point here. Um, Over under is sitting at 45. Yeah. I mean, McCaffrey, dude, he's, he's not, I don't think he's playing again, right? Nope. McCaffrey is still out. Yep, yeah, so matter. so until McCaffrey comes back, the Panthers don't won't win a game, dude. Like, I'm sorry, like that performance that they had last week, I thought they'd put a better performance against Dallas. Now I get it. Like, we all can this agree is that a Dallas. Great is, offense, yeah, yeah, I would agree that. But this team is there is is specifically defense. Now they did add Gilmore uh, earlier today. Gilmore's so, hurt. He's, he not he's not no, playing. He's not playing this week. Okay, so then scratch that. Doesn't even matter. And CJ Henderson, the guy they added last week. So you got to remember, they lost JC Horn for the year. They traded for CJ Henderson. He didn't play last week. He's going to play this week. He was a top 10 pick in the 2020 draft. Like, so he's yeah. a, a good player, dude. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, Jalen Hurts has been playing really well. Um, no, he hasn't. Considered. You see how? Okay, explain no. to me how he hasn't. Because you're gonna look at the numbers, but you don't realize that half of his numbers come in garbage time when his team is fucking down by three scores. It's true. That was last week. Okay, it was last that's, week and against Dallas. That's that's oh, half his games. Yeah. I dude, I don't think the Panthers are as good as everyone's hyping them up to be, dude. Like and their defense is legit. Phillies, dude, they have the they had they had the thirty first strength the schedule for their three wins that they had. So we right, talked about how the Broncos fair. play absolutely nobody and they stink. But the Eagles are nobody Panthers, though. But then they talk about the Panthers and they all, oh, but they're fucking great. Like that doesn't make sense. That's contradicting what we're talking about. Well, because their defense was like, like historically out. good in the first three games. Like we're talking historically good. 30 points. And they're still good. Yeah. They were just on the field a lot against Dallas. I think that's going to be the same thing this week. Dak didn't even light them up. Dude, Dallas had short fields a lot of the times because fucking uh, um, my guy. Oh, my God, dude. 
Darnold fucking threw two bad picks, two picks he definitely could take away. But I think he's going to learn from those, dude, because he has a good offensive coordinator in Joe Brady. Philly's defense, though, Eddie, they're one of the worst defenses in the league, dude. If not the worst. 28th against the rush, 22nd against the pass. But but the Panthers aren't going to be able to run the ball. You know, rely on Why? They're 27 against Hubbard. the rush, dude. Everyone's been able. Chubba Hubbard's nice. He's not bad, but he didn't play well last week. Dude, that's be... nobody played well last week for the Panthers. You and said everyone gets a throwout game. Sure, they do. And I don't expect it to get. I don't think the Panthers, I don't think they deserve the hype that they've gotten, dude. Like, they still put they up had 20, one, 28 points. They had one game against a like good they team and got fucking smacked, play. dude. Nah, one give me the Panthers here, Ben. Give me yep, the Panthers I'm, here all fucking day, dude. I'm on Taking Panthers the Eagles. here. I think this is best bet material here. Um, Eddie yeah. likes to lose, so he's going to take the Eagles. And yeah, I'm just telling you, dude. I don't think the Panthers are fucking worth the hype yeah, at this point. Yeah. All right. I mean, right, they're, gonna, their front office tells through. me otherwise by trading for Stephon Gilmore. They think they're a real legit team. That's very. I mean, true. that's a great fucking trade, but it also, like, I mean, at the same time, like... Eagles yeah, he, suck. You even said he's not playing, right? The Eagles are not um, playing. And the Eagles played the Chiefs last week, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, and the Eagles look like sh- even more shit against the, the Cowboys Eagles than the Panthers did. So you're, playing, the, so you're playing, so they lost like big to the Cowboys and the Chiefs, two of the better offenses in the league. And the now. Niners, and who the Niners. only put up 17 points. Yeah, yep. they lost by six to the Niners, dude. Like, Yeah, they didn't cover. It's fine, but it's still... They're they one and three faced, against the so they spread. They faced two of the best teams, uh, defense, offensive teams in football, and now their defense stinks. Like who? You're saying Dallas the Eagles? City. Well, the and Eagles they, also have a million inter, uh, fucking also, injuries. The That's Eagles true. also let up 41 on Dallas and 42 on Kansas City. That's right. Dude, those are <laughs> those are two of the That's best a lot of points in football, though. That's yeah, and that just shows how shitty their defense is. I guess it's how shitty their defense is or how good their fucking offenses are that they're facing. Nah, dude. Their defense sucks. So. Yeah. I'm not saying that their defense is any good. I don't think that their fucking defense is good, but I think the Panthers' offense stinks without McCaffrey. That's a terrible They put up 28 points last game. Yep. They were down big, dude. You just talked about garbage time points. But you dude. but you love garbage time points for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts looks good again when he's down four scores. I'm saying when they're playing a team that's equal to them, they have they were competitive, dude. Like the Niners. All right. Game, so if these two so basically you're saying these two teams are equal, right? I don't think and you're, the Panthers and you're taking are the road team. My, I don't think the Panthers are as good as fucking the record but, states, dude. Okay. But you're basically telling me that the Eagles and the Panthers are on equal playing field. You think they're about the same? At this point, yes. And you're giving and you're gonna take the home team. No, I'm taking the Eagles with the points. He's taking the away team with the points. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's taking the away the team. That's what I'm sorry. You're taking the away team. Are, yeah, I'm taking so the you points, think the Eagles are a better team equal. than the Eagles. I mean, no, you think I, the Eagles are a better team than the Panthers? I think Sorry. they're equal, and I'm taking the points with two teams that I think are equal. All right, we're gonna move on. We've been going around in circles here for that. Um, so we're gonna go. We're gonna take two quick hits. Eddie's here. crazy, dog. All right, I'm gonna mute you. We're gonna take two quick hits here. Uh, we're gonna go with the Titans versus the Jags. Uh, Jags are at home and are getting four and a half points. Over under is sitting at forty eight and a half. Quick hit. Uh, Jags or Titans by the spread and over under. 
Well, I don't think there's any way you could bet the Jags, dog. After what's going on with uh, Urban Meyer, rumors coming out that players are saying that he has no respect in the locker room, dude. Like Tennessee. I was going to yeah. say, let's go quick hit. Uh, over under. Well, I mean, that needs to be said, dude. You have to use that for the cap, dude, because that's huge. Yeah. Over I'd under agree. 48 and a half. Probably take the over because the Titans fucking suck on defense. Yeah, dude. I agree. I take the over. If Jacksonville's offense isn't terrible. If Jacksonville wasn't a dumpster fire right now, to be honest, I would take Jacksonville plus yeah. four and a half. But I the agree. fact that, like, they there's all these rumors coming out that, like, they hate their coach and shit. Yeah. Like, who knows, dude? All right. So, all Tennessee at four and a half. We're going to fly through this next game, and then we've got three left in our not so prime times. Uh, we're going to go with the Texans hosting the Patriots. Patriots are eight and a half point favors here. Over under is sitting at 39 points. Damn. Eight and a half. Patriots because Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback. Game over. Yeah. Say Patriots because Mac Jones is actually playing really well. And I, yeah, I wouldn't Houston say really best. well. He's playing well. He's playing, he's, playing, good, he's playing the best out of all the rookie QBs right now. That's out not saying much. This has been out of the this five so bad. QBs, so. This has been some bad quarterback play from these rookies so far, dude. Still I'm just taking the best out of the five. So. I'll be taking the Patriots because Houston stinks, dude. That too. That too. All just right. Over under at 39. Uh, under. Probably the under. I'd say the over here. I think. Uh, I don't think the Patriots can score 40. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think the. I don't think the Texans will score more than 10. I don't think they score at all. <laughs> like. I think they'll get a touchdown or two. Uh, they'll get 10 points. I, I say they get 10 points. Uh, 35 10. Um, all right. We're going to talk about these next three games because uh, we kind of have to. Um, first is going to be the Bears going into Vegas. I almost said, said Oakland again. Going into Vegas uh, to play the Raiders. Raiders have a five and a half point favor here. Over under is sitting at 44 and a half. Before Eddie gets his 15 minutes of fame in here, I'm going to go with the Raiders at minus five and a half because of one person, and that is Matt Nagy. <laughs> Agreed, dude. Um, I'll let Eddie I, go. Yeah, so we I mentioned it earlier. Like Everyone talks about how shitty of a game that Monday night game was, and it really wasn't as bad as the 21-0 first half was terrible, obviously. I mean, that's a given. <laughs> But it wasn't the it was bad just, game except for dude, but it's seven nothing. Listen, it's seven nothing with six minutes to go in the second quarter. The Chargers are on the field for over 10 plays to score. And then Gruden, in fucking typical Gruden fashion, decides he's gonna run the clock out, run three running plays when we haven't been able to run the ball the whole first half, punts it, and they score again because your defense is just on the fucking field and they're exhausted. So it goes from being 14-0 to 21-0 because Gruden fucking puts the playbook in his back pocket, right? Then the Raiders come out in the second half and completely dominate the the first the third quarter and the first half of the fourth quarter. It's 21-14. The Raiders get the ball back. The Chargers aren't able to move at all and they're driving to tie the game up and you choose to kick a 52 yard field goal that does absolutely nothing for the game even if you make the field goal you're still down a touchdown you're down four points so you still need to get the ball back and score when all you need to do is punt the ball down your defense okay, so is we're absolutely not complaining what are we talking about week? this week we are talking right. about this week listen, versus the bears listen 
I'm just trying. No, to I don't want a full recap of the whole. We is, all watched. Everybody watched yeah. the game. It was a Monday night just game. Settle we don't down, need dude. to hear that. This is all leading into. What no, I'm but we don't need a five game. minute lead up into dude, what's happening. Relax, with this game. dude. Let's yeah. get into what's happening this game. All right, Raiders, Bears versus Raiders, Raiders five and a half, dude. Let's just move on then. That's cool. Nah, I'm Thank taking you. the Bears plus five and a half. Uh, the Raiders' offensive line is terrible. They're not good. They're one of the worst offensive lines in football. Chicago Bears' defensive line is one of the best in football. That's their strength of their team. The Bears' offense, not very good, but they should be able to cover this five and a half. There's going to be a lot of Bears fans at the game, too. Uh, should be obviously more Raiders fans, but there will be a lot of Bears fans there. So give me the Bears plus five and a half. Too many points. Eddie, talk about you can talk about this game coming no, up. No, dude, that's good. He likes the Raiders. I'm uh, I'm interested to see how Carr is going to come back because uh, he he admitted that uh, Bosa got under his skin. So is he going to actually show something or some show some life? Or it's is not he all gonna... his fault though, dude. His offensive line sucks. Oh, absolutely. But is he going to? show up and have a, a you know light under light a fire under his ass or is he going to bro alex leatherwood is and... 73rd of 73 fucking tackles dude ranked yep struggle that's bus, awful man. dude that is awful yep. kids gotta learn dude yeah long uh it's a long season though it is a long season. This is true. All right. Since Eddie doesn't want to talk and he's in his fields because I got mad at him. Got uh, we're going to move on. I can explain a point and you just like fucking. Well, you took like. Well, you're talking. Yeah, you were, ta- you're taking like a month all, to explain. All leading up game. to the point I was making, dude. It's cool. Let's move on. All right. So what's the point you were making from last no, game? It's over, dude. It's well, I mean, you're taking the Raiders. So you're telling me that John Gruden learned from his mistake and won't make the same mistake. I'm just trying to point out that the game last week wasn't as bad as everyone's uh, talking. About. It was pretty bad, dude. It wasn't as bad though. They could have tied the only game. Play for a half. I agree. They need to start faster. Again, the point I was getting to. All right, but all right. So you 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 do agree that getting down twenty-one nothing the first of half course. matters? Yeah, yeah. Of course it does, and that's what I was saying. Being down twenty-one nothing to fourteen nothing. Is huge, but also if the well, game they gotta is stop like, playing from a hole, dude. Right, but if the game was like fourteen seven, and that whole situation I was just talking about happens, it's a completely different story, right? No, but it was twenty one nothing. I get it, but um, just showing that the, it wasn't overall as shitty as like it sh- could have been per se. I think we just have different definitions of shitty because that was shitty. First half was terrible, but the Raiders played really well in the second half and had a chance to win the game there. So, all right. Well, I wouldn't say Let's, necessarily have a chance to win the game because we're again we're talking we're down about week two five scores, action, the whole week game. Four action. We're not going to be going back and forth on this. Um, let's move on to the Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are seven point favors here at home going against the Giants. Um, you know, personally, I thought this was going to be one that we were going to skip over. Um, but uh, nah, I like this I'm, game, I'm going bro. Cowboys all day, every day, seven points. Give me the bag. I'm going Giants here, plus seven. I cannot believe I'm fucking saying this, dude, but give me the Giants plus the seven points. Hey, Daniel Jones has impressed me, bro. He's been a lot he's better got than small hands. 
He does. Small hands, small flippers, hands smells he, like cabbage. He fumbles the ball every week. He's turned it around, though. He's proved me wrong, and he has learned to hang on to the football. He's the fifth-ranked, highest-ranked quarterback right now, according to PFF. He he just won a game in the Superdome on the road after Hurricane Ida with no receivers, dude. That is impressive as it comes. I will give the man his flowers. Give me the Giants plus the seven points here. I love what I'm seeing from Daniel Jones in this Giants offense. Yeah, Saquon Barkley is healthy now, dude. So no, he's not um, a limited participant today. Well, well gonna he's, he's going to be a limited participant all week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, all year. I, I mean, mean, Barkley pretty much fucking dominated that game last week, and uh, because of that, I do like the Giants as well. They're not going to win. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is a seven-point game, like right on the dot. Um, so I would take the uh, Giants uh, getting seven, um, but it's going to be the Saquon show over. And this is a game uh, too. Like, wait until Saturday to bet it because this line is going to get pushed up to seven and a half because general public is going to be all over the Cowboys minus seven. Yeah. There, there we go. All right. We're going to end this one off with the 49ers and the Cardinals. Uh, San Francisco is heading into Arizona. uh, And again, I don't quite understand this uh, from Vegas's point of view, but they're saying on a neutral field, the Cardinals are only two and a half point favorites here. Um, But since it's in Arizona, they're giving them five and a half points over under is sitting at 50. Well, I think the biggest thing with this game is whether Jimmy G plays or not. If Jimmy G doesn't play, the Cardinals are going to blow the brakes off of the fucking Niners. Because even though Trey Lance threw that touchdown last week, he didn't look very good, dude. (laughs) Aside from that one or two throws, dude, he did not look good. Uh, He's going to have some learning curves, dude. He only played one game last year in FCS football. That's, you know, below Division One. So it is going to be some bumps in, in the road for him. And the Niners secondary is fucking banged up like a motherfucker. Trent Williams, questionable on the offensive line, too. So I don't – usually I would take the points here between division rivals, especially the Niners and the Cardinals, because they do play each other pretty tough. But I'm going to take the Cardinals here, minus the five-and-a-half points. Um, You know, my my opinion might change on this as we learn more about the injury report as the the week goes on. But for right now, I'm taking Cardinals – Minus five and a half. I think they already said Garoppolo is missing this game. No, he's is he? No, he, no, yeah, he's he said questionable. Because uh, they, they had said earlier in the week that he would miss a couple weeks. I don't know if that's changed. They said that on week. Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. And then they came. Right. And then they came back on. Uh, they came back Monday and they were like, "Oh, he's questionable to play on on yeah. Sunday." Um, and, Shanahan said it wasn't as bad as, or it, he's. The injury has improved, and it wasn't as bad as they had projected it to be. Yeah, I think that's more of a clever ploy um, by Shanahan to just, like, keep the, the Cardinals guessing. I don't think he's going to play, per se, uh, just because – And he definitely won't be 100% if he does play. Yeah, like, you don't really want to throw a 60%, 70% Jimmy G non-mobile quarterback against that pass rush of the yep. Cardinals. Uh, I think it's smarter and gives the Niners a better chance to throw Lance out there. Um, but at the same time – you're not going to throw a, a, a quarterback in his first NFL start to go against the undefeated Cardinals in Arizona. Best team in football. Yeah, but if he does win that game, then he's uh, he's going to be 
you it's know, fucking push up I, the, the right. ladder like ridiculously. So For he's sure. not winning this game. I don't think he's winning this game either. Um, it is a fucking Niners Cardinals game, though. Yeah, dude. And they, and, like, they are always close. Yeah, they and we've seen like Niners teams that are fucking world beaters that lose two games in a year, both those games being to the Cardinals. We've seen fucking. We haven't Cardinals seen it the opposite way, though. We have seen the Cardinals be fun. well. The Cardinals haven't really been good ever, so it's kind of like tough to see it the opposite way. Well, that's a lie yeah. because they went to the Super Bowl <laughs> in two thousand nine. They went to the NFC Championship in two thousand sixteen. So, still, my point good. is that these uh, still twelve years ago, but it's quite a while. I mean, <laughs> well, they went to the NFC Championship in two thousand sixteen. Okay, so now five five to six years ago. Yeah, the um, point being though, these the Niners play close have games gone too. to yeah. Um, I th- but I, I think the big thing is uh, that the. Arizona offense's firepower is the San Francisco's defense's weakness. Um, and Kyler with the long nope. ball, Kyler with the throws is going to just destroy this. Kyler running, runner. Kyler doing everything, Kyler hitting Kyler home running, runs. Again, I don't think Kyler saving home runs on the outfield going to, <laughs> is going to be as big of a, an issue as Kyler's deep balls here. Um, and that's going to be well, to be. To be completely frank, though, 49ers defense is secondary is trash, and that's their biggest it is. problem. So but, the, their rushing game isn't their defensive rushing is not. I mean, it's it's better than Carol, uh, the Cardinals is. So they're rushing. I mean, that's not saying much. Though. The Cardinals can't stop the run. And that was the big thing about beating the Rams was that they got up by two scores and made the Rams have to throw the ball. And that's how they beat the Titans too. They got up fast, had made them throw the ball, and that's what they do. They they can score at any any will. They lead the league in third and long because they have a guy that you literally have to account for. Because if you don't, which the Rams learned the hard way, ran for fucking twenty yards on a third and sixteen. I mean, dude, this kid Kyler Murray is incredible, dude. He's the greatest high school quarterback to ever play in the history nobody's, of American high school football. Nobody's saying against it. I know. You're, I'm I mean, just you're saying like, like we're we're going against you in this. In this, we no, all I'm have just, number one I'm, as our MVP votes. Like, I'm further saying why the Cardinals are going to beat the Niners because the Niners don't have the defense. You said the secondary sucks. Yes, it does. And even if they do bring more defenders to cover the receivers, Kyler's just going to run all over the field. Facts or no facts? If they uh, double one cover problem the, with that the is that the yeah. Yeah, but the Niners defensive ends can play spies, dude. They can contain. Not saying that they're going to. But that will be what their strategy will be. It's just a matter if they are able to succeed or not. Because they're fast enough to get to the outside and beat are you the taking Cardinals the Niners, offensive Eddie? line, which let's be real. No, fuck no. Because uh, Car- the Cardinals offensive playing, line is much improved, dude. Humphrey's it's, 26. It's not hard to be much improved when they were dog shit last year. True. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> much improved, though. It's like saying Four the Jaguars no. are much improved this year. I'm sorry, Eddie, who's the only undefeated team in football? It's fine, dude. Every team has to lose, dude. Great, we know. That's right. Only undefeated. Let's drink to the only undefeated team in football. I get it, dude. When your team is like very like bottom of the barrel, doesn't succeed very often. When they are succeeding, you got to pump them up. 
I get true. It. Bro, they've been shitty like three quarters of my life, you know. Right? <laughs> so when they're good, I'm gonna enjoy every fucking second of it. <laughs> All right, so that gets us through the uh, not so primetime games. We're gonna get one more break in and hear a word from one of our Taproom Sports Network affiliates. Break. Yeah, yeah, go Cardinals. Hey, Bubba, what's the matter? I need help with my fantasy football team. I play fantasy football. You think I could help you with that? No way. I'm going to ask the pros. What do you mean the pros? Alexa, play. Weekend Waiver Wired on Spotify. Tune in every weekend for the Weekend Waiver Wire, hosted by me, Steady Eddie Martin. Brought to you by Taproom Sports, where I give you all the ins and outs for the upcoming fantasy week. You need some help getting that W? I'm your man. Join me every Saturday as I turn you into a Bill Belichick-level fantasy GM. Brought to you by Taproom Sports. Keep up to date with everything Taproom Sports to our website, www.taproomsportspodcast.com. All right, and since we just got a commercial about Eddie's uh, fantasy picks, let's move to our player fantasy draft of the week. Uh, we got some movement in our overall placing here um, because of what happened this week. So uh, I took the W here, 101.92 points. Uh, Jordan came up in second place with 80.58, and then Eddie was a close third with 71.87 points. So overall, that gives Jordan the lead with 371.38. I'm in second place at 369.22. And Eddie is just behind at 362.87. So Eddie, you get first pick, then it goes Jordan and then me. Yeah, the, not used to having the first pick. So uh, let's get Goodell to <laughs> introduce the first one. With the first pick. And with the first pick, it's pretty solid if you're going with fantasy to go against the Chiefs. So we're going to be taking Josh Allen with the first pick. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. I'm going to go Kyler Murray against the uh, Niners. Okay. Um, I am going to go running back then, and I am going to go Derrick Henry. Very nice. Oh, Bring it back to you, Ben. Back to me. Um, we'll go to Devonte Adams. Nice, Edward. And I believe it's you. Yeah, Jordan. Off to you. Oh, y'all! Whoever typed this in messed it up. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, see, right, I'm gonna take Hooper Cup. Nice. Um, so let's see. I get two back to back. Um, with the next pick, let's see if I'm going to take two, then we will start with, uh, I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott. Nice. Uh, we're going to go there and then for the next pick, we are going to take Stefan Diggs. Diggs. All right. I am going to go with 
Dalvin Cook against the Lions. Benjamin? Uh, Since I can't take Kelsey this week because I took him last week, I'm going to go with Waller. And then to come back around, I will go with Justin Jefferson. Good picks. Good picks. I'm going to take... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm going to take Dalton Schultz. Interesting. I don't know how to spell his last name, but I'm taking him. (laughs) Um, So that leaves me with – we're going to take DeAndre Hopkins. And we'll take – Bass, the kicker for Damn, the Bass got me 16 points last week. Best kicker in fantasy right now. And my second wide receiver, I'm going to take LaVisca Chenault against the Titans. Mm, risky. Not that risky, but Smart. All right, so we are going to go Out of the with, box. We're going to go with Justin Tucker. And then we will go with Dak. Against Dakota the Rain Prescott. My kicker, I'm going to take Blinken shit. And then we're going to just go ahead and take Travis Kelsey since I didn't have him last week. There we go. There we go. Jordan wins again this week. <laughs> Out of the box thinking. First person to ever take LaVisca Chanel in APR. That's because LaVisca Chanel has not played well. He balled it's, out. Yeah, I don't know. He's he becoming, a, he he's becoming top. T-Law's favorite target. That doesn't say well, no. The defensive cornerbacks are uh, T-Law's favorite targets, but um <laughs> let's uh let's move on we've got uh game of the week we got sunday night football we've got uh monday night football and then we're going to move into our best bets um so let's start with the game of the week that we've decided um there was it could have been that niners uh, cardinals game could have been well we had the thursday night game which we couldn't have uh, picked but we're going to go with the browns heading into I almost said it, San Diego, heading into LA uh to play the chargers chargers are two point favors here um in LA and over under is sitting at 47 47 mm. I don't know if I like Cleveland like I, obviously they're they're a great team right like that's not um saying much but the I don't know the thing when I look at this game is are the Chargers going to be able to stop the Browns on the ground right with the two-headed monster of Chubb and Hunt. Uh, the Chargers haven't been the best uh, run defense in the league. But the um, Raiders down, though. Who hasn't, dude? Raiders can't fucking run the ball. Yep. Um, Jacob's been hurt. Yeah. And then, I mean, I guess Herbert's been playing well, but is he going to have enough time with uh, Miles Garrett getting to him? 
there's a lot of things, and it's going to be a Browns home game. Um, so that'll help out a ton for them. Um, pretty much anybody the Chargers play in LA is right. going to be a home game for the opposite right. team. Pretty so, much. Yeah. Um, they're going to be, yeah, that, but I think that elevates them because they played really well against the Raiders, dude. And that was like 90% Raider fans there, dude. Yeah. Can they do it back-to-back weeks, though? That's my question. I mean, they, they had two big wins in a row, right? You're coming off a short week going um, uh, to play the Browns after, a you know, a super high beating the Chiefs and the Raiders in your division. Uh, it's kind of set up for like a letdown type situation. Um, oh, no, dude. Browns can't throw the ball. They won't need to, though, dude. <laughs> they won't. They're going to control the game with the, with the ground game. Kareem Hunt and Chubb are both going to be fantasy studs this week, in my opinion. Uh, I think that it's – they won't have enough possessions, I don't think, to um, to really make a huge impact uh, offensively. Who's rushed the ball well against the Chargers? The I Cowboys? Like, I feel like everyone. Besides the Raiders, Raiders didn't. The, Char- the Chiefs didn't really – Chiefs ran 186 yards. Hmm. The Chiefs did? Yep. Yeah. When they lost? Yep. That's a testament how bad that defense well, it's the, is. It was dude. the turnovers. Holy Remember, there was four four turnovers in that game. Yeah, but that right, defense right. sucks. That defense sucks. Um, that defense is bad. Um, they gave up, let's see. 100 and th- well, no, 126 rushing yards to Washington. 198 um, to Dallas. Almost yeah. 200 yards there. Yeah, it's not been successful on the ground. That defense, again, it's another defense that makes that creates turnovers and creates havoc. But Cleveland um, doesn't let them run the ball. Cleveland's averaging 66 and a half yards per game. Yeah, yeah no, Cleveland's I, never won against the run, and they also like I mean they they shut down a hot Minnesota offense, dude. Like that Minnesota offense was putting up 26 and a half points a game coming into last week. Yeah. And yep. only put up seven. But on the flip side, the Browns were only able to score 14, and Minnesota's defense has been one of the worst in the league this year. So, you know. Where, how much, where do we weigh? Because I, I think if we're looking at this thing from top to bottom, all right, Kevin Stefanski, great head coach. Uh, Brandon Allen, who, is that his name? Brandon, Brandon Allen, he's the head coach of the Chargers, right? He's yeah. a nice young head coach. He's very aggressive, dude. I love his aggressiveness going forward on fourth down all the time within the 50. I love that shit. All right, so whose offense is better, Chargers or Browns? Who offense are you taking? Quarterback. Let's talk about quarterback first. Oh, quarterback is easy. Herbert. Yeah. Wide receiver core. What wide receiver core are you taking? Mike Allen, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, or are you taking one-legged Odell Beckham Jr. and um, the other dude's hurt? What's yeah, his Landry's name? Not, Landry's not Landry's playing, hurt. So, so like, yeah, we're taking Chargers, Chargers offense, wide receivers. All right, offensive line. Who we taking? Probably the Browns. Browns. Lean on the Browns there. Running backs, talent wise. Oh, it's the Browns, hundred and ten percent, dude. 
Eckler is nice, though. Yeah, no. but the Chuck Browns have two different no running question. backs that do yeah. amazing things. Like all right, so Eckler's, let's let's yeah, let's flip it over to the defense. Defensive line, who are you taking? Browns. The Browns. I'm taking Chargers, dude. I think Joey Bosa is better than Joey uh, Bosa is just mm, one person, though. Yeah, but Fackrell hasn't been terrible either. You think you think Bosa is better than Garrett? Yes, mm. I do. All day. I don't. Bosa's number two PFF ranking. Yeah, to who's number one? Not Garrett. He's number... Garrett is much better third. against the pass than he is against the ground. But on the same token, you flip it around, you have Clowney on the other side, right? Um, yeah, but then the Chargers secondary shits all over the fucking Brown secondary. Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr., uh, Adderley... Tavon Campbell, all better than the Browns secondary. Yeah, but again, I don't think I think it's going to be a ground and pound game, though. I don't necessarily think the secondary is going to be a huge factor. You know what I mean? Um, Man, I'm taking the Browns have... here. I'm taking, <laughs> give me the. I mean, I'm taking the Chargers, dude. Give oh, me I was like, wait a sec. Chargers minus two, dude. Yeah, taking. I think they're taking this one. I'm taking the, the Browns here. Too, too much, too much to handle. Yeah. And again, it's Browns like couldn't teams. beat the Chiefs at home. Who beat the Chiefs at home? Mr. J. Herbo and the Los Angeles Superchargers are going to have half the possessions that they normally get and are going to lose yeah. a close game. Browns probably aren't going to turn the ball over four times. The other thing, too, man, is the fucking Chargers have too many fucking penalties, dude. They lead the league in penalty yards. Like, in a game this close, you can't shoot yourself in the foot like that. Um, Chargers. I'm still leaning Browns here. Yep. I'm going Browns here. All right, let's move on to Sunday Night Football. We've got the Bills heading into Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Uh, This is going to be a you know, dynamic offense versus dynamic offense. Uh, in my opinion here, uh, chiefs are two and a half point favors at home over under is sitting at 56 and a half. So it has dropped a little bit from that 57 that it opened. Yeah. It's a high scoring game, man. Um, the bills, I mean, the bills have dominated some poor teams the last few weeks, right. With getting Houston and Miami, um, but again, they absolutely dominate, like just destroyed them. So um, the Chiefs defense can't stop anything. Um, we discussed that numerous times. Uh, Bill's offense is starting to look good. Uh, again, another high scoring game. Last team with the ball, I think, is going to win this game. Um, but I, I'm definitely, I'm actually leaning the Bills to win money line here. I think they win the game outright. No fucking way, dude. You mean the Chiefs Why? minus two and a half? Because, dude, this line is telling you that the Bills are a better team than the Chiefs. And I just the don't believe that, have dude. They've been playing better than the, the Chiefs. They've been have. playing the dog is, shit teams, dude. The, the defense is only allowed. They've had two. Okay, against two who? Games. Yeah, well, against two who? games against Houston and Miami that they didn't allow a single point. Against who? Who was the quarterbacks? Point. Still didn't allow a single point. Miami. So Mills and, yeah. We're, I mean, I'm not saying that, that Mahomes isn't going to be able to score points, but we've got to look at how bad that Kansas City defense is, too. They're not going to stop. Josh Allen from getting points at all. Josh Allen hasn't even been that good, dude. 63% completion percentage. He's a 23rd ranked good. quarterback in all of football. Oh dude, man. He hasn't been that good. How many, how many touchdowns? They've been moving the ball. They've, they've put up, they've averaged 33 and a half points per game. Yeah. Because their defense is getting them short fields. 
Well, their defense is still going to get And the Chiefs short. have been turning the ball over a lot. Yeah. Too, or so you can expect not, not a lot. Teams. They didn't turn the ball over. They only turned the ball over once last week. And four they times the week four before. Four times the week before. Twice the week like, before. Bro, you're comparing fucking uh, Jacoby Brissett and Davis Mills to Patrick Mahomes. That's a square. No, I, taking not, the Bills is a square bet. Jacoby Brissett. And I, I said that. That, Yes. Mahomes but you're saying that they're points. gonna get because you're telling they're me not that gonna, it's not gonna be as offense, easy. But Josh Allen hasn't been that good this year. It's not gonna be as easy to stop them, but they're gonna be able to stop them. They are the number one defense in the league. Maybe number yeah, two. They played the, the they played the reason, Steelers, though. Washington, Miami, and fucking Houston. Do they play three of the worst offenses in all of football? And they've only allowed thirty seven points. But they played three of the weeks. Dude, there's You're 30. Allow, I mean, the, the fucking uh, Lions have put up more points than that. There's 32 offenses in football. They played the number 30 offense, the number Kansas 28 City is offense, allowing and the number 25 453 offense, yards And look who game. they're playing, dude. They played. You still can't fucking stop anybody. Dude. They can't stop like, anyone. Bro, so t- I'll, I'm not leaning over here. The Chiefs are winning this game oh, yeah. by more than two. Over is obvious. But... This, is a, this is a total catch-up by the – this is an overreaction by the books because the Chiefs have not been good against the spread in the last year and a half. And this is an overreaction to that. And it's an overreaction to what the Bills have done against shitty teams. Even even the Chiefs have, even the Vegas has reacted to what they were putting up last year and how the Chiefs were. No, were, they haven't because yeah, dude, they were, all the games last year were like, 12 that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now Vegas is caught up to last the Chiefs. week. Was it was what six? And they covered. That was the first yeah, time they covered did. in 11 weeks. Yeah. First time that they've covered in 11 weeks. That's Vegas what I'm saying. Is, I mean, even against the Chargers, it was it was not – I mean, it was closer. Even against Baltimore, it was not even close to the 12 points that it was last year. Like, Vegas is under, like Vegas is bringing Kansas City back down to earth. They definitely are. And they're, they've way overreacted on this line, dude. Josh Allen, so, you guys are overreacting. You guys are overreacting to Josh Allen. But, guys... what, what, but why has Josh Allen had to put up numbers when they're up fucking like 35 to nothing, dude? Like he doesn't have to. Well, he doesn't, but he couldn't off. score on – he couldn't do shit against Pittsburgh. That's one game, though. Week one. Right. Bro, he's played some of the worst teams in football, dude. 17th yeah. DVOA, 19th in pass DVOA, 13th in rush DVOA. That goes back to like what we were talking about with the Panthers. You Bro, said that they're the fucking Kansas some great Chiefs. defense, and they haven't y'all played the, worse teams. Y'all take the square bets. Whenever I bet against both of you, I end up winning, so I like it. I mean, you keep Let's saying the, the square Chiefs. bet, but the money, all the money's on the Chiefs so far. So yeah, that's all sharp money right now. Early on, public don't jump in till Saturday. Yeah, dude, it's not true. Not I think true. You're, I think you're just undervaluing the Bills, dude. Yep. I'm not undervaluing the Bills. The Chiefs are way undervalued in this number here. The Chiefs are still one of the best teams in football. They have the they, worst fucking defense in the league, though, dude. So why are the Chiefs still – I think they're still ahead of the Bills to win the Super Bowl odds-wise. So why is they this still line have telling the worst you – defense in the league. So why is this line telling you that the Bills are a better team on a neutral field than the Chiefs are, even though the – Chiefs have a better odd of winning Super Bowl than the Bills. Why? 
the Chiefs are a fucking terrible fucking defense. Why? And they turn the ball over. You can ask the, the same Bills, question four times and still he, not he keep saying why. Like, yeah. I'm telling you why. The fucking Bills have been the better team throughout the year so far. Yep. But still, the Chiefs have a better odd of winning the Super Bowl. So what? But this line is telling you that, nah, give me the Chiefs. We're winning yeah, we this got game. That. We got that. Bet. All right. We take so the Chiefs. Got- best fucking bet. Great. We've got that. All right. We're going to move on to uh, to the Colts and Ravens for Monday Night Football. Uh, right now, Ravens are sitting at seven-point favors um, at home, which also kind of surprised me there. So only four points on a neutral field. Over-under is sitting at 45 and a half. I, I don't know what the, what the Colts are, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's Very the pr- great point. That's yep. like the that's like my problem with the Colts is like last week they, you know, they won last week. You know, finally got a, the W under their belt, but like it wasn't. I don't know, a shitty Miami team. Yeah, like Miami just shit the bed the whole game. So, um, like I just don't know who they are, and I know what the Ravens are. They're gonna, you know run the ball over the place with Lamar Jackson. Uh, They're going to play, you know, they're going to blitz the shit out of their quarterbacks and Wentz can't get out of the pocket really. Like he's a, he's a statue. So uh, I think it's going to be a long day for Wentz. Uh, And I think the Ravens, but then again, the Ravens kind of play down too. Like the Ravens play down and they keep players. They keep teams close. They do. Like that's the problem. problem. I think seven's a lot to like give. I don't know, dude. That's a tough one. I'm going to Indy because they're fifth against the rush DBOA, and that's what the Ravens do best. Um, so just based on that, and like you guys said, dude, the Ravens keep games close. They haven't blown anybody out. I just – I don't trust a touchdown, dude. Yeah, they kind of feel the same way. But at the same time, the fucking Colts, they – I don't love this bet by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. We look at the Colts in their first two games, which are the two toughest teams that they've played. So they've played Miami, Tennessee. They've played the Rams and the Seahawks. And in the Seahawks game, oh, I'm sorry. It was, it was a little bit off. It was 12 points there. Um, but then they were close against the Rams. It was only a two-point, three-point game against the Rams. Like, which, mm. again, that if you're losing by 12 to Seattle – I'd expect you to lose by at least 12 to the Rams, but they were able to kind of tighten things up. Um, Then you go over to Tennessee and it was 25 to 16. Again, I think that they'd be able to be a little bit closer there. Um, You know, so I, I mean, is seven points really enough? You look at, at Baltimore they won, sorry, they lost against Vegas by six points in overtime. They were a point away from Kansas, uh, above Kansas City. They were two points away from above Detroit. Uh, and then they kind of blew out, what was it, 16 points? Yeah, 16 points against Denver. Like, they're a very wishy-washy team. The teams that they should be destroying, they're not. Yeah, but the teams I, that are good, they're close. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, I just think that the Ravens, like, they'll, they're like, kind of like what we talk about with the Cardinals. Like, they definitely will play down, right? Um, and I think it kind of feels like that's what's going to happen here. Um, 
And it's a non-divisional opponent too. So yeah. It's like their fucking fourth primetime game, too, or third primetime game already, dude. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Well, Raiders have had two Monday night games already. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, if if this game goes lower than seven, I would take the Ravens. But at seven, I'm taking the Colts, dude. Yeah. If anything, it's going to be a push. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And i probably lean the over 45 and a half. I don't know if I lean the over. 45 and a half, you said? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You said the Colts have a good run defense, but they're not stopping a quarterback running. So that could be a little different. Baltimore's got a great run defense, too, and that's pretty much all Indy's been able to do. Actually, no, their their running game hasn't been all that great. No, this it week. hasn't been their run game. It's been honestly Carson Wentz, dude. He's actually he's been decent, dude. Decent. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put him as good. Yeah. He's been he's above still... average though. Slightly above average. They're only putting up what 236 passing yards a game. It's not bad. And Jack dude. is putting up 270. <laughs> and we know that Lamar is in a Pass first. Yeah, but that's because teams are they're really stacking the box and letting him throw it deep, dude. Yeah, they're letting him throw it because they would rather him rather him win with his arm rather than his legs. But I think at the seven, I just it's too much to. I'm gonna go back too to much. There. All right, and on the Ravens, Eddie. Ah uh, man, you know I am actually gonna go the Ravens. I don't think. Because the Colts, I just think the Colts haven't had to face a fast quarterback. So I think that's going to be a disadvantage for them. So, yeah, I don't like it. I hate it, in fact, but I will take the Ravens. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's that time of the night for best bets. Last week, uh, Eddie and Ben went one and one. I went 0 and 2 because. I just fucking be taking my best bets based on what we talk about. I need to fucking get back to normal. But well, let's let's uh let's let's go six and zero this week, fellas. So Eddie, what's your best bet? What's your so, two best bets? Looking through the schedule here, there wasn't anything that kind of like flew out at me, um, but I was able to figure out a couple here. So. Um, First best bet that we are going to go with to, is going to be, you know, and even now when I'm about to say it, I still don't like either. But we are going to take the Broncos Steelers under the 39 and a half. That's going to be a uh, best bet. Number one, just bad quarterback play all around. Two solid defenses. I mentioned it earlier, this could be, a, you know, 26 points combined for the two teams uh, at best. So uh, definitely going Broncos Steelers under the 39 and a half. Um, and then for the second best bet of the evening, we are going to take the uh, Titans giving four and a half to the Jaguars. The Jaguars is in complete dysfunction, dude. Like, the, like you mentioned it earlier, the players coming out and saying that they can't stand their own coach, they don't trust them. To not fly back with your team after a game, like this ain't college, dude. Like you can't you can't do that. 
fucking fucking Jaguars. Like, that franchise just hand up a girl's butt. Yep. Right, dude. Like it's just you, you just can't like he doesn't understand this is the NFL and he's cost them now, I feel almost like three out of their four games. So we're gonna go Titans minus four and a half in Jacksonville. All right, Ben, where are you at? Um, so first game I'm gonna go with is um is, is gonna be Dallas minus seven. Um I think uh I think Dak's offense is you know, enough to really push the the Giants um, into a one and four record, um, and I think they're going to do it in big fashion. Um, their defense isn't the greatest, but you know this this offense is really going to overpower the Giants. And then second is going to be Carolina minus three and a half. Um, I mean, I think the Eagles' defense is a major red flag and a major issue that needs to be you know, contained before, you know, anything really happens in Philadelphia. And, you know, Panthers defense is going to be on top of, of Jalen Hurts, and you're not going to see the uh, the movement like we had last week. All right. I like it. Definitely like the Carolina minus three and a half. I like uh, Kansas City minus two and a half here against Buffalo. I think this is easy. I think Kansas City is more than a better team on a neutral field than Buffalo. This line is misleading. It's overvaluing what Buffalo has done against shitty teams. Give me Kansas City minus two and a half. And then I'm going to take Seattle plus two and a half at home on Thursday night against the Rams. So if you're listening to this, get this bet in ASAP. Because this line is misvaluing Seattle here. Seattle is a good home team. Short week. Thursday night teams in division usually cover 75% of the time. Give me Seattle plus two and a half here. Russell Wilson, big day against a bad Rams defense other than two players, Ramsey and Aaron Donald. But aside from those two players, this defense is not playing well. Seattle plus two and a half. All right, there we go. So let's try to get that uh, that six no there. Um, all right, so that was the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for, for listening. Uh, we're going to check back in on our beers uh, before we go into uh, the closing remarks here. So, Jordan, how'd you like that special one? I mean, it was good. I drank it two hours ago, but, you know, it's, it's a solid beer, dude. It was uh, very tasty. I drank it all pretty quickly. And, yeah, man, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I'll drink it again. I would purchase it again. Nice. Solid, solid sour ale. Eddie, how'd you like your eight of five? Hey, it's eight of five, man. That's a, it's a classic. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like rum and coke. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like, you know what you're getting, right? Like, it's not going to be too high. It's not going to be too low. It's consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it. I had the red stripe, um, that Jamaican lager beer. Coming it's a five out of five, baby Damn boy. Straight. Damn straight. Hooray, beer. Um, <laughs> uh, it was again. It was quality. It was uh, it was good to throw back to uh, kind of the earlier beer drinking days. And oh, uh, yeah, man, man, it's it's good. And it's it's been around since nineteen. 19- Bro, Ben, you drink you saying you have that beer and drinking that beer makes me want to go get some red stripe. Exactly. Tomorrow, yeah. Exactly. I'm surprised also that it's made by Heineken. I have no idea. So it's definitely not Jamaican beer. But well, I mean, they probably not own anymore it now. It yeah, probably not. was at one point. Yeah. So. 
good stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely go out in there and, and get it. It's uh, it's a, it's definitely a throwback beer. But uh, thank you again, everybody, for listening to APR. That's the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Make sure to check out our other podcasts as well. And you can find all of that yes. information on taproomsportspodcast.com. You can find uh, all of our information on the APR podcast at www.taproomsportspodcast.com slash APR. Make sure to yep. check out Jordan and I uh, with the Taproom Sports podcast, always coming out for that Monday morning commute where we review the weekend sports and some great beers. Make sure to check out Raider Eddie uh, with his uh, weekly uh, fantasy report. Uh, he does the booms and busts for at least six players, and he absolutely destroyed last week. Make sure to check out the uh, tap room. Sports. In a good way, he destroyed yeah. <laughs> quality. Quality. Make sure to take out t- check out TSP wagers out multiple times a week. Where we killed it this show. week, Ben. We did last killed, three shows. Um, Murder best bets from you know a few games that we we uh, have for the upcoming day. Might as well call us the fucking uh, Menendez brothers because we'd be killing shit. Mm, bad joke, Panda. <laughs> All right, before we go, I won. Uh, I won the the fantasy um, draft this week. Oh and, God! Um, oh no, I'm I'm just going a, a quick one here, um, and we're we're gonna get. I, I think you all agree on this, but um, big thing, we got to get Matt Nagy out of Chicago. This is an absolute joke. The way that he uh, he did his interviews this week, taking all the credit for the win, taking all of the the you know the love and the the joy that Chicago has you know given the offensive cool. coordinator, given the um, given Fields for this W, and he didn't do anything. He didn't do absolutely anything. He got taken the the calls taken away from him, and he has just. Well, he's, you know, taking he's it a head as, coach. He didn't take the calls away. He gave. He's been. He, he, he saved last away, year. But I'm sure he gave I'm it away. Sh- that was because the the ownership basically came in and said, "You're not making these calls anymore." Well, he gave it and, away like a year ago. No, but he no, he took it back for the first three games. Yep, uh, okay, he took it back okay. for the first three games, and they lost them all. Um, and now that they that he gave them away again. They get a W. How can you be taken? Or I guess he didn't lose them all because they're two and two right now. Um, but he, he's just been doing horrible play calling. Uh, he wanted to bring Dalton back in, but now well, we're getting to, to be field, honest, so. I don't mean to jump on. And this is my minute. So minute, but... Matt Nagy needs to get out. Matt Nagy <laughs> is trash. He's ruined all of these other quarterbacks, and now he's going to ruin Justin Fields. So he's got to go. Well, he made he he made uh, Trubisky look nice, dude. He was a Pro Bowler under Matt Nagy. That's because like nine other quarterbacks didn't want to go to the Pro Bowl, dude. Yep. The yeah. the one thing I will say about Matt, Matt Nagy, Nagy is trash. I think no, he's not. He's not trash, dude. The NFL quarterback, NFL coaches aren't trash, dude. Compared to the other NFL, Adam Gase was an NFL quarterback, dude. Adam Gase is trash, dude. That is one guy I will admit (laughs) is trash, dude. Matt Nagy is trash. Matt Nagy, though, I will say he, you know, he was at Kansas City when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith. I think he if a if a guy's able to sit for a year, dude. If you look at all the guys that sit for a year that are like high draft picks, they all succeed, dude. Like. 100% 100% succession rate. So I think he saw that formula at Kansas City and wanted to apply that to Den- to uh, Chicago. He's just in a different situation because Chicago's just not a good football team. 
So if you're not a good football team, you might as well just throw your rookie quarterback out there and just let him fail and hope he bounces back, dude. You know what I mean? Like like uh, Burrow, for example. Like Burrow was not on a good team last year. He got hurt, and who would have ever thought the Bengals would be three and one right now? Well, a lot of that was because he did get hurt, and they did get good draft picks, and they were able to build because they. Well, had I mean, they weren't going to win that many games last year either. But I also think Burrow's a lot better of a quarterback than Absolutely. Justin Fields. Absolutely, <laughs> but, yeah. Matt Nagy, get out of here! You're not doing anything good to help the Bears. There so. we go. All right. I don't necessarily agree, but I. Bad. It's not I your support. Then you gotta win. We got Raider ready. We got Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, lads. And I'm Big Ball. Let's go. See you next week. Raiders Wilder this weekend. Maybe I'll take it.